Once again, I am the man who knows too much about Batman, Benoit, <laughs> and I'm joined by... That's true. You know, I usually have a crazy intro, but this time... Uh, I'm Andrew. How's it going? Yeah. <laughs> and this Wolfie, I'm hornier than I've ever been. <laughs> I'm just gonna I, go like over here. <laughs> I like that one. I like that one. I'm only, so I'm really only into sofas. You're gonna though. be pitching a tent by the time this is over. Uh, so today we are going to cover an obscure piece of Batman history that I didn't even fucking know about until maybe like a month ago, and it's this baby called uh, Return of Batman yeah. by Bob Kane. Uh, now, here we go. This yes. comes from this giant ass book here called uh, Batman: The Definitive History of the Dark Knight in Comics, Film, and Beyond by. Andrew Farrago and Gina McIntyre. It's got a forward by Michael Keaton, a preface by Dennis O'Neill, and an introduction by Kevin Conroy. Nice. And to be frank, there's not really any. This is basically just looking at the inside of my brain. But <laughs> there's not a lot, a lot this of is information. My brain. This is the I Holy was, Codex. I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't looking for new information so much as the fact that in the back, tucked in this envelope, is this treatment. And I wanted to know what the hell this was. Because we had already done, Andrew and I, a long episode on the many scripts that were leading up to the 1989 Batman movie. So some of that was a script that Michael Uslan wrote called, not to be confused with this, but uh, Return of the Batman that uh, I don't really have much info on. He just talked about it in his book. There was a script that Tom Mankiewicz wrote called The Batman, funny enough. Uh, there was a treatment by Steve Englehart, who was the one who did the Laughing Fish. There was another one that Tim Burton and Julie Hickson wrote, and then there were all the drafts that became uh, Batman '89. Yeah. So this is kind of right before those drafts. This is right before Sam Hamm started writing Batman, and uh, Bob Kane decided to take his hand and sort of propose what he thought the movie could be. So I think before we go into that, though, we should probably talk a bit about Bob Kane. And the whole Bill Finger thing, because yeah. some of us might not know that we've covered this in previous episodes. But if you guys haven't, check out on Hulu the documentary Batman and Bill. And it's all about the fact that the writer Bill Finger is the true creator of Batman, because he's the one who came up with the costume, <laughs> <laughs> the origin story, Shattered Gotham illusion. City, and everything like that. And Bob Kane just kind of came up with the idea of what if there was a superhero whose name was Batman? And then just did all the legal paperwork to allow himself he had to be his own that. draft of the character right it was like this domino yeah. mask like it was just yeah. not what and you want read and everything and yeah. bill finger's like no why don't we yeah. make it like this and make him actually look like a fucking bat created fucking everything He's yeah. Like, yeah wow you're good at writing stuff <laughs> <laughs> so bill finger was not credited so bob kane goes on wait before yeah. before we go into the next thing yeah check out our episodes with athena finger right there's yeah. no video on those but we have three or four episodes with her, mm. a couple with her sister as well. Yeah. So exactly. uh, Athena Finger is Bill Finger's granddaughter. Mm -hmm. So Bill Finger uh, and Bob Kane sort of went on different paths. So Bob Kane, of course, did the legal paperwork necessary in order to be called the creator of Batman, even though he just came up with the idea of it, but Son of a gun. all the writing for it. He goes on, gets all the money that's involved with the serials and the 66 show and everything, and he... Bill Finger writes like one episode of the 66 show. <laughs> and then maybe like 10 years or so later, he dies penniless in a potter's grave. Shit. And in a potter's the, grave? Yeah. Which what is the basically, hell is that? That's an unmarked grave. Like that's, oh, God. You can't even afford the fucking tombstone. 
but not yeah. to spoil too much about Batman and Bill or whatever. But yeah, his Potter's grave good. is not doesn't really have his remains, right? There's a yeah. There's a whole other thing. So please watch the documentary. Yeah, there's a whole he's thing. a zombie. <laughs> Just go go. Joe Finger is still alive. There's a lot going on in that documentary. It's great. So already, as you can tell, uh, I'm a little bit biased before I even start reading this because in my mind, Bob Kane's a piece of shit. And I don't know what the hell is episode over. Batman. <laughs> Creator of Batman is a piece of shit. We'll not allow him a platform Batman. to disseminate his propaganda any canceled. longer. No, He's Batman, canceled this year. Batman would not want to be associated with Bob Kane at no, all. I know really, because of that. So I know. I'm curious, what did he, first off, did he even write this? Mm. We know Bill Finger didn't write this because Bill Finger was dead at this right, point. Right. But did Bob Kane even write this? So. Let's just start in terms of what's in here. You think it would have been ghostwritten with Bob Kane's name on it? Is that what you're saying? But the, like, so was the majority of the comics that he, you know, made oh, yeah. his fortune Bill off Finger of. Bill Finger was so. the ghostwriter. Finger <laughs> was right. the ghostwriter. Just because Maybe Bill Bob Finger's Kane not around doesn't mean he paid somebody. He could have. Yeah. He he could have. So I don't even know if this is written by him. But uh, if it is, then well, we'll get into it. But anyways, what's included here is this little memo that he sent to Lisa Henson, the vice president of production saying, you know, he looks forward to meeting with Sam Hammond and Tim Burton, but this is his sort of treatment in terms of what could, quote-unquote, possibly put a writer of your choice on the right track, which I surmise should be a script written in the Mysterioso mood, he uses that a lot, rather than the campy one of the television show. And then he's enclosed a, quote-unquote, Bible for, you know, a guideline to help his suggestions to set the writer on the right foot. Now, in the beginning, he does talk about the character a little bit in terms of what he would like and what he'd prefer to have in this. But overall, uh, he's mainly just saying, don't do the 66 show. Okay. Keep it straight. Keep it mysterious. Yeah. Keep it dark and everything. Was Bob Kane not a big fan of it? Of the 66 show? It's hard show? to believe that because of how much money he probably got oh, out right, of it. Right, right. I'm a huge fan. I'm the biggest there is. <laughs> he, he did say, yeah, he says, we don't want to make carbon copy of the campy genre. The second reason is the era of camp of the 60s has passed, and we don't wish to identify this new version with either the TV series, which is still syndicated and seen daily in over 110 countries around the globe, or the original Batman movie, which still plays intermittently and reruns on TV. So okay. he keeps talking about how he wanted to be like these comics that he wrote uh, back okay. in the 40s. Um, mm-hmm. And his proposals are, um, in terms of villain, <laughs> obviously, he wants it to be the Joker. No shit, right? Uh, you know, he's the <laughs> Professor Moriarty, the Sherlock Holmes. At one point, he's like, you know, the way I created Joker. Again, he didn't try and create Joker. That was Bill Finger <laughs> and Jerry Robinson. But wow. He's like, <laughs> it, oh, I like man. it understood that I did not create the original Joker. And I wish he just put a period at the end of that. But instead, right. he's like, I did not create the original Joker in the origin of my first stories as the buffoon clown. That he eventually evolved into. He's talking about Cesar Romero. Yeah. Uh, but originally created him as a brooding, maniacal, and wily foe of Batman who did not use corny puns interspersed in his dialogue. Uh, mm. And of course, at the end, he suggests Jack Nicholson is my hands down first choice to portray the Joker, which is like a no brainer at the time because everybody was proposing that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he does have a good uh, one, man. Yeah, he does have an alternate choice for the villain if the Joker doesn't work out. And this, <laughs> is, the, this is the most shocking part of this treatment The Clock King. Man Bat. <laughs> what? Really? Yes. Okay. He says, my second choice for a lesser-known villain for Batman, and when it was not created until 20 years or so after the origin of my superhero, is Man Bat. This villain is much more sinister. I'm like, really? More sinister than Joker? And frightful-looking in his evil demeanor and falls into the horror genre. So he talks about how, like, this could put, you know, make it kind of more of a horror movie. Kind of like, you know, something identified with Dracula and Frankenstein. 
but he also says, frankly, I'm not certain this would be the right way to go for the new Batman movie, but might be better uh, be you secondly if a sequel to Batman is in the cards. My gut feeling is that the Joker, played Mysterioso and straight, would fare better as he is much more widely known since Batman's inception, which he's probably right. Like, imagine if they tried to do Batman 89 with a man bat and everything. Right, right, right. It's right, a little right. different, and I don't think they would have had the ability to pull that off in a believable way at that time. Right. Um, then he talks about having Catwoman in it. Okay. So this is interesting because this is uh, one of the rare times that they discuss even having Catwoman in this project. Because, hmm. again, like this is the first Batman, you know, big studio version movie of Batman. And most of the time, and it's many iterations, it's been Batman versus Joker. This is the first time where Catwoman's even been mentioned. Um, he says, quote, Catwoman is the epitome of sensual pulchritude, using a 10-plus actress in physical demeanor, such as Jacqueline plus. with Barbara Carrera. <laughs> I need a woman with some big knockers. <laughs> <laughs> this sexy and devious fox has an ongoing cat-and-mouse relationship with Batman, who has a secret yen for Catwoman's body. <laughs> and is ever pursuing... Bob Kane's just a flat-out perverted old I man at this point. I need a big, busty cat one. <laughs> there was a, 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 like a porn magazine called Perfect Ten. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I they just call it Ten Plus. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what the fuck? You <laughs> old pervert, you. Yes, he says, There's you see... Some cans on that one. <laughs> Batman is human, after all, and does have a libido for beautiful and sexual I like the dames with the long gams. <laughs> She's so. got some nice cans and some nice gams. <laughs> he does have a funny part where he... Well, it's the only cool part about... There is no his way he would not have been Me Too'd. Fucking, yeah, I'm uh, told, Bob like, he told, he's got, Somebody's got something on yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but there's an interesting idea here where it talks about the idea that uh, Selena Kyle suspects that Bruce Wayne is Batman. And Bruce Wayne suspects that Selena Kyle is Catwoman. And whenever they interact as Bruce and Selena... It's kind of a cat and mouse game from that. So that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he talks about Robin. He's like, I'd rather keep his appearance to a minimum <laughs> since he wasn't introduced until the second year of Batman's. He's kind of gay. <laughs> he doesn't say that. <laughs> I wish I hadn't created him because it was all me, of course. Of course, yes. <laughs> um, all he says, you know, obviously get a really good actor for Batman, handle his Bruce Wayne identity in a suave, sophisticated, Cary Grant sense of flair and droll manner. So not Michael Keaton. Um, Batman costume. You want to get nuts? He talks about how he wants. He wishes the Batman suit. He wishes the ears would be longer than Adam West's, which they were. Mm -hmm. Um, Uh, Understandable on that one. Would have like a rib-like network because Bob Kane claims that he took inspiration from the Leonardo da Vinci sketch. That's in his first sketch too. Is that actually? Yeah, yeah. It is like a da Vinci uh, Mm. uh, uh, cape kind of deal going on. So. Yeah, and then pretty much everything else is kind of what you would expect. And then he starts going into, even though he pitched, like, this is the guideline for your writer, he then proceeds to write his own storyline for what he thinks the movie should be. Oh, Um, can't wait for this. Juicy juice. The return of Batman. So we start on a stormy night in Gotham City, and uh, basically Joker breaks into an antique car showroom to steal a 1927 car. Bruce does? No, Joker. Oh, oh Joker okay, does. sorry. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So the Joker's already creating crime in Gotham City. A couple guards come in, and the Joker uh, uses his deadly laughing gas weapon, as it says, to spew green gas into the startled faces of the officers, and they all laugh themselves to get out of death and have this. So this is classic Joker stuff. Okay. Right? So I'm like, okay, so far, pretty much the same shit. Uh, he leaves, and then, of course, a sleek black vehicle is coming after him, and it's the Batmobile. Okay. That little bit of the Batmobile chase. Joker crashes on the Washington Bridge. Batman jumps after him. I'm just like, okay, so pretty much standard stuff. And then um, 
they have a fight, and Joker slips and falls in off the bridge and into the water. And Batman okay. skeptically muses aloud, quote, could this really be the end of the Joker? I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> Sometime during the fight, Joker sprayed him with a laughing gas, but Batman uh, kept moving towards him, and Joker's like, that's impossible. So later on, Batman goes back into the Batmobile, and he says... Quote, unfortunately, the Joker will now never know how I avoided his deadly laughing gas with the aid of these two rubber plugs in my nostrils. He should have known that I have anticipated his o- modus operandi right now. He should have known I was a mouth breather. <laughs> yeah. And then Ra's just, al Ghul taught me how to breathe out of my mouth. So, I did not know that before. And then he just blasts him out of his nose. <laughs> <laughs> so... Bat Before boogers. we get any further, uh, yeah. Right, he wants to get away from Adam West, but he's writing this bullshit. <laughs> yes. So, oh if you guys God, haven't been able to tell already, uh, this is by far the worst piece of shit Batman yeah. script I've ever had to read for this podcast. <laughs> Sit down, old man. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Yeah, I would rather reread the Batman and Robin script by Akiva Goldsman. I would rather reread the Daniel Waters Batman Return Ooh. script, which I trashed on here like earlier, where I was right. just like, it has all that really corny dialogue. Oh, yeah. I take those lines, any one of those scenes that Daniel Waters wrote with that corny dialogue over this piece of shit dialogue. When you were reading this, preparing for the episode, you were like, oh, this shit's going to be good. <laughs> My bat nostrils. I didn't know what are... it was going to be. I'm just like, I just need this for completion's sake. Yeah, because, yeah, right, right, right. But I had a feeling, I'm just like, it's going to be, it's supposedly written by Bob Kane. Right. And I'm like, how good could it possibly be? I hope the irony like, is that he paid somebody to write this. Yeah, I know, sure. right? <laughs> no, this, this one is not ghostwriting. It's gold. Yes. It's yeah, well, here's gold. the he ghost. He had somebody, he, somebody hired to ghostwrite it, in which case he should ask for his money what back. What is that? Or he wrote it himself, and this just shows the real Bob Kane's ability to yeah, write Batman and yeah. stuff. This is Bob Kane without Bill Finger. Jesus I believe Christ. that. Yeah. I, uh, that's the like, I'm I fascinated by this level of delusion that you yeah. can just slap your name on th- something that you didn't yeah, he won the, the lottery, dude. Yeah. yeah, he was he was like this apparently what is an overbearing kind of business kind of guy mainly, mm-hmm. and Bob, uh, Bill Finger was a kind of meek artist type. Yeah, he took and he just that. got f- railroaded. Yeah, pretty He's much. A biff. Yeah, and even yeah, if he yeah, didn't, yeah. like, look, some might argue, like, look, Bob Kane didn't mean to do it at the time. He was friends with Bill Finger. You know, people, when they collaborate on ideas, sometimes you don't remember which one's your idea and the yeah, other person. Yeah, but yeah. I'm just like, that doesn't explain how years later he didn't do shit for Bill. How right. he never Nothing. really, he didn't acknowledge him. He didn't, like, the whole documentary covers it. Okay. So even if that's your argument, like, it doesn't really, it doesn't defend the fact of what he did and now i'm looking and i'm just seeing like okay this is the real bob k if this is what he actually wrote this is him writing without bill finger and i think this is mainly just him being like oh everybody Posturing. wants to, they want to make a movie out of my creation this is my way to hit it big in hollywood <laughs> he's Again. peacocking this is my way to hit it big in hollywood if they follow my thing he wrote earlier oh, i was yeah, like yeah. this is a guideline for your writer but then he proceeds to write this piece of shit afterwards and right. i'm just like i think this I is him even tim like, burton and thing. fucking laughed on him. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't see Tim Burton actually even fucking like reading most of this. <laughs> okay. He's like, I, I'm sure Tim Burton himself is just like, I, I don't get this. What the what? Mr. No, Burton Bob's on up. the line again. He just <laughs> yeah. has a few suggestions he wants to run by you. <laughs> well, Jesus he is Christ. send like, a voicemail, please. Bob Kane is Probably credited. Kevin Smith so much. Bob Kane <laughs> yeah. is credited in the 89 credits as creative consultant. Mm. Uh, oh yeah, because yeah. Of, and in both Burton movies for DC magazines. 
They don't call them comic books in the credits. Right. For DC, DC magazines. Because comic, yeah. comic books have such By a bad ring to them DC. at the time. Yeah. yeah. DC magazines. That's true. So I think it might partially stems from, from this outside of just him visiting the set and being like, hey, like this is cool. Yeah. You know, as the creator of Batman, I approve of stuff. Like, Bob Kane would approve of anything. If you're going to pay yeah. him and, you know, put his name out there in Hollywood, of course he's going to approve it. Yeah. Fucking throw it yeah, 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 for sure. Like, there's that thing that people say, like, Bob Kane said that Val Kilmer was the best Batman. I'm just like, I'm sure Bob Kane would have said anybody was the best Batman <laughs> who was going, not, you know, not no disrespect to Kilmer, because I did like him in the role, yeah, but, like, yeah. I'm sure He's he would have... just the most recent Batman. Kane would have said that about George Clooney in yeah. Batman and Robin yeah, if he was right. still fucking alive at that point. He probably, I think he was. He died right afterwards, but still, like... He would have oh, said he that. did see Batman and Robin. I don't know if he saw it, but okay. I'm saying he would have said that, and he okay. died. The way he died after the movie came out, but I don't okay. know if if he actually ever did see it. Uh, okay, so that's just the opening of this piece of shit. Next is uh, <laughs> Bruce Wayne's at Wayne Manor, and Alfred shows up uh, with coffee and cake because I guess Bruce uh, eats cake for breakfast, uh, and then Alfred says, oh "I brought your God. dessert." Oh, no, wait, no, it's not breakfast, it's night. Sorry, I screwed up. But still, he's uh, eating dessert. He's like, I brought your dessert, Master Bruce. Um, House is rather quiet with Dick away at college. Hey, what, Master Bruce? And Bruce says, yes, Alfred, but he'll be home for the summer holidays. And Alfred says, it must feel strange fighting crime without your sidekick, sir. And Bruce says, yes, Alfred, but we're all conditioned to change. You must remember, I was a lone crime fighter ever before I adopted Dick and taught him to be Robin. Some people think Chris Nolan was expositional. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He says, yeah. yes, Master Bruce. It seems like only yesterday since you adopted Dick as your ward after that unfortunate circus accident <laughs> which killed his parents on the high trapeze wire. <laughs> Tell me, sir. You Honestly, this is amazing in its own way. You've been moody and introspective since you returned. So then they talk about the fact that, you know, Joker fell into the water and, uh, you know, they're not sure whether or not he survived and all that. Okay. And, um... They wish each other good night, and uh, we get a flashback to the origin of Batman. So once again, Thomas and Martha Wayne get shot in Crime Alley. God damn it! Again, I mean, to be fair, just again, thinking about it all the time in the context of the time, they needed to put the origin in the movie. So like, right, I, mean, yeah. I can't criticize it, but it is kind of funny in this day and age to be reading. I'm just like, all right, here we fucking go again. Yeah. We're gonna get that every year. I feel like it's uh, like yeah. just put it in the opening credits of Prey, dude. Somehow. <laughs> Uh, the culprit swiftly rips a diamond pendant from the neck of Mrs. Wayne. So it's a diamond necklace. Not pearl? In this. It's not pearl because I think the pearls is Frank Miller. Oh, really? In mm. the uh, original comic, the mugger says, I'll take that necklace you're wearing, lady. Okay. So he's going for the necklace, but it's never really specified. Sometimes yeah. it's drawn that way, but it's never really specified it's pearls. Ah, I did not know it's that. It's Miller who emphasized okay. the pearl stuff in Dark Knight Returns. I bet he would. This is main contribution. <laughs> <laughs> It's not that type of problem. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> so, um, you and your pussy farts. Bruce, yeah. <laughs> oh fuck, man. Shout out to our female fans. <laughs> Sorry, that was a reference. Also, I bring up kooky noms after we talk about <laughs> yeah, fucking uh, periods. periods. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Mine was she, a reference to a George Carlin <laughs> joke, so it's not my fault, ladies, if you don't know your George quoting. Carlin. That's your fucking opener, by the way. <laughs> People oh, who listen dude. to George Carlin will appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> all right, all right, fine. <laughs> um, you go, hey yo, like uh, Andrew Dice Clay, though. Or hey yo, shit. yeah. yeah. Um, so, pretty much, we it. see the rest of the origin yeah. as it was originally seen uh, in Detective Comics number 33, right down to the bat flying and through the window. So, this is the only script treatment 
from the 89 period almost ever if you discount uh, Batman Year One where we finally saw it. But it's amazing how rare we actually see the bat flying through the window in any format. We've yeah, never, we don't see it much in the animated series. We never see it really in the animated series. It's never, never been adapted into the live action because they always are like, really? He just sees a bat fly through the window? Like, right. Let's come up with something right. more cinematic. Yeah. Well, if he lives on property where there's like bats underground, potentially, then yeah. they're probably always flying into the window. Yeah. And he's probably right. always deep in thought. And then just finally, just like, yes, okay, now I shall be, so the whole, I shall become a bat. I shall become a bat. He says, I shall become a creature of the darkness, a bat. So I'm sick of cleaning up these windows. <laughs> Alfred. Yeah, obviously all this shit is from Bill Finger's uh, origin uh, for Batman. And, uh, all right, we fade, out, we fade out, and now we go to the Joker who, uh, shocker, he survived uh, falling into the Gotham River. Oh, my God. Um, Why are you going to stop him? And Man Bat shows up at some point, <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming. No, he doesn't, actually. Oh, okay. That would definitely make this way better. Okay. Oh, man. Okay, so he goes to secret. It says a secret hideaway is a crypt in a cemetery, which is actually true to the 1940s comics. Uh, so that's kind of cool. Uh, but this Joker that Bob Kane supposedly has written is pretty much just a basic criminal who happens to be called the Joker. He's, just, he's out for money, Boring. jewelry, and everything. Although it might have worked for the Aronofsky one. And he's not particularly funny, as Kane put earlier, right? He's yeah. not like... Uh, yeah, and he keeps saying right. that he's like brooding and maniacal. I'm just like, okay, so yeah. he's not doing any jokes and things the like that. same so, as the knock, Joker, knock. one who jokes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, if the funny thing is, if you read the original, if you read the original uh, comic, he doesn't really make a lot of jokes. He does laugh occasionally, but right. he's very, he plays it straight. Well, Superman okay. didn't fly at first either. Yeah, true. You so, <laughs> gotta fucking, you gotta take uh, <laughs> the evolution of yes. these characters to into consideration here. Mm-hmm. So, th- this socialite has this Halloween party. And everybody shows up, and there people are there to. Uh, the, some people are dressed up as Catwoman, some people are dressed up as Joker, and some people are dressed up as Batman. That's confusing. Yes, and there's a Rembrandt painting, and at some point the painting gets stolen. Okay. And the socialite uh, accuses the Jokers because any one of them could be the real Joker. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Nobody steps up, and she accuses Catwoman, and because any of them could be the real Catwoman. The socialite is who. It's just not, anybody. It's not identified. It's just some random rich woman. And okay. she's a plus 10. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then she, she's got some great knocks. So she's like, at least have Batman uh, help me out. So one of the Batman come out of the party. And then lo and behold, Bruce Wayne randomly shows up at this party without a costume and says, I'm sorry, I'm late as like the punchline to this. Okay. And um, that's it. This scene goes absolutely nowhere. It has nothing to do with nice. the rest of the story. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Oh, so, man. Uh, when we come back... We Bruce's day about, off. <laughs> when we come back, we will talk about the rest of this piece of shit. But that's what we have right now. That's the first half of it. Alfred, I'm hungover. Can you bring me an Alka-Seltzer? <laughs> See you after these messages. See you after these messages. And a ginger ale. Hey, everybody. It's Andrew. I just wanted to tell you about our friend Israel's retro gaming shop, RetroCo. If you go to retro-ko.com, you'll be able to see all of his retro gaming goodies. If you wanted to get that Sega Saturn hidden gem from back in the day, or if you wanted to get the Famicom disc system that you never got as a kid, or any other type of retro game that you were into, or uh, import game, please go to RetroCo.com. That's Retro-KO.com. And if you use the Superhouse code John 
Johnson's Ball Sack, you'll be able to get a little bit of a discount at checkout. So please, once again, if you could just go to RetroCo.com, you can also go to Facebook.com slash RetroCo with no hyphen. That's R-E-T-R-O-K-O. You'll be able to find him on Facebook as well. If you were looking for that PlayStation import game that you never got, if you were looking for that Mega Drive game that you never got, or any other kind of retro game, any import game, it could even be European, Israel also curates bundles at RetroCo, and he'll curate that bundle just for you. So please, go check him out. If you put in the code Johnson's Ballsack at checkout, you'll receive a Superhouse discount. All right, so we're back. All right, we're back. So we have, uh, God, we have more of this. Oh, man. All right, so Gotham is now hosting the 1986, 1984 Olympics. I don't know. They're they're hosting some Olympics. 84, because it's in Los Angeles, and it was the year of my birth. The year of my birth. That's how I know that stuff. Yeah? Okay, well, it's, uh, he changed the timeline a bit, because it's 1986 is when he wrote this, but I don't know. He's... Bob Kane being accurate to anything, whatever. <laughs> uh, so Joker decides to kidnap Ivan Stanovich, Russia's leading athlete who plans to compete in four gold medal events against all the other top athletes of the United States and other countries. And, of course, Joker's main plan is to hold him for ransom. Okay, you know, that's, very that's clever. such a Joker plan to do. <laughs> uh, for $100 million. $100 million. Or else he will kill him. So, yes, that's Joker at its finest, clearly. Um, the Joker has a big <laughs> dick as well. <laughs> and he enlists, <laughs> he enlists plus 10 plus Catwoman to assist with his heinous crime. So, um, heinous. We meet, we meet, <laughs> yes. We heinous, meet, heinous. Um, Ivan meets with this diplomat called uh, Randolph Williamson, who uh, tells him, you know, he needs a little bit of a diversion and relaxation from his grueling training. So why doesn't he, uh, you know, meet with this one beautiful woman that he knows, who's obviously going to turn out to be Catwoman. A perfect 10 as well. Yes, who's a perfect 10, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and she's got a sachet that you can't beat. <laughs> so you can bounce a quarter off of that. Anyway. She got a figure. <laughs> that dame. So he, bring, he was definitely that guy. Yeah, yeah there's totally no was. way. Big giant was, cigar. Yeah, yeah. All the time. spanking everybody, spanking yeah. his assistants, calling. So, but you could set a couple calling ladies toots, <laughs> toots. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Catwoman shows up, and Ivan wants her to remove the mask, but she's like, no. Uh, and uh, she nibbles on his earlobe, and uh, he she gives him a drugged ginger ale. <laughs> And of course, he falls asleep. <laughs> a truck ginger ale, sarsaparilla. <laughs> I called that one before the break. Yes, full of that Cosby juice. And of course, the Randolph Williamson U.S. ambassador who recruited him to meet Catwoman turns out to be Shocker, the Joker in disguise. So okay. <laughs> he just, he just, expo- just expositional dialogue the whole time. I was me, the Joker, the, <laughs> the whole time. time. <laughs> I was the one that drugged everything, and I am the bad guy of this movie. <laughs> It's about what he's writing. It's about what is in here. So, yeah. So, since the Cold War is going on, obviously Russia is throwing a hissy fit because the fact that, like, the Americans have... An American criminal has taken uh, their top athlete. So, Batman has to uh, assist in helping out. So, um, you know, exciting cliffhanger confrontations, wild rooftop chases, daredevil automobile chases, a thrilling helicopter chase, a motor movie people do. And another water battle. (laughs) 
Insert uh, fight scene here. <laughs> none of which he will elaborate on whatsoever <laughs> <laughs> in his treatment. Why do that? But, there's people below us that do that. There's uh, Yeah, but apparently uh, all of those 200 chase scenes happen at this point, and not once does Batman actually catch up to the Joker. Um, so Batman decides to appeal to Catwoman, uh, her his quote-unquote friendly foe's compassionate nature, to aid him. Uh, however, he is not aware that she's in cahoots with the Joker. So somehow he wants to appeal to Catwoman to help him in this, even though he doesn't know that they're teaming up. Makes sense. Okay. Uh, right. Okay, so right. Catwoman it's is got torn. <laughs> it all checks out. <laughs> Catwoman checks is torn out. because if she's like, if I double-cross the Joker, then, um, you know, maybe the U.S. government will forgive me for my crimes and everything as a jewel. And then I'll be president, and then I can stop the Batman. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Part then, one of my four-phase plan. If she if she <laughs> helps Batman, then she won't get the money from Joker. So she's like, I don't know which way I'm going to go. So okay. honestly, Morally. Catwoman's like the only, the only thing close to a character in this thing. So wow, yeah, um, so she's a perfect ten. That's right. That's probably <laughs> another good summary. He has the most interest in, in this <laughs> yes. character. Yes, I wonder. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised he didn't put in a part where he's just like, uh, it's required that I you know help cast Catwoman <laughs> yeah. in this movie. <laughs> yeah. The sexy Catwoman seduces a young, virile Bruce Wayne. <laughs> but first, like she has to. It's going to be the only the Bruce creator. Wayne with a mustache. <laughs> like he gives a wine scene a run for his money. Like, yeah. he's like yeah. that guy. You know, I'm going to go. I'm going to fax a copy of this over to old Harvey. <laughs> yeah, Harvey's <laughs> like, you're a sick bastard, <laughs> <laughs> So, um, Catwoman decides to invite herself to Bruce Wayne's you know, Wayne Manor, because she suspects that Bruce Wayne is Batman, and maybe, I don't know what her goal is for this, I don't know, it's just to get in touch with Batman. She doesn't have a clear motive mm-hmm. as a character. This scribe that is written this parchment, this fucking, uh, the words on the page. That's how the early books of the Bible read, just like stating things <laughs> stating that you exactly wish were real. So, a lot of begots and begettons and, <laughs> and what's yeah. not. Bruce and Selina enjoy their champagne supper and then sip after dinner drinks. Uh, and uh, the romantic couple then cl- dance closely while Selena uses her feminine wiles on Bruce to seduce him. <laughs> She's gonna shake her butt right in her face. <laughs> she fell back on the couch in a passionate embrace. <laughs> Selena is invited to stay overnight, but chooses to sleep in one of the elegant guest rooms. Okay, so while she's there, okay. she goes into the library and she sees a uh, sculptured head, a sculptured bust of Bruce Wayne. And uh, she seduces that too. She yeah. does. She does. <laughs> he called it. Oh Says she God. runs her hand up and down the head, feeling the texture of the bronze. <laughs> what? The hard bronze. This is how you write women, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Women totally do this. Another when good subreddit. Suddenly. Yeah, yeah, men writing women. Yes, yeah. it is a subreddit. We got to submit this. Yeah. So, you know, while she's feeling up this bronze head of Bruce Wayne, um, a library panel slides open. To reveal the entrance of the Batcave. She gets totally wet. <laughs> yeah. She's rubbing that bronze. Close-up shot on her vagina. <laughs> she puts her mouth over the entire statue of bronze. <laughs> she deep throats the... Sucks the secret door open. Bruce is spying. His yeah. mouth drops, just drops yeah, to the that's, floor. That's good writing. <laughs> we totally retain all of our YouTube ads yes. with this conversation. So she goes you're down doing to it, the... Bobby. You're really, you're really killing it this time, Bobby. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Is that Weinstein talking to <laughs> <Yes>. Bob Kane? <laughs> it's the 80s. And Put I more BDSM cocaine. into this movie, and you got yourself a hit. 
After we run out of this bag of cocaine, we only got three left. <laughs> Tell me Catwoman has a whip. Yes. Bobby, it's, it's a winner. Mentioned. I don't think it is. Um, she goes to the Batcave Bobby. and she's like, holy shit, Bruce Wayne is Batman. Is exactly what I suspected. And of course, Bruce catches her. Uh, and he says, quote, Selena. He doesn't say how or why she figures out he's well, Batman. Well, the Batcave's underneath Wayne Manor. So I, oh, she goes to the Batcave. She goes inside, yeah. And, she I'm goes sorry, go, go back. How does she find the Batcave? She strokes the head of Bruce oh, Wayne. Oh, yeah, and then that opens up <laughs> yes, the thing? yeah. <laughs> why even make that a thing? Make it a fucking random book on the bookshelf or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Not the fucking actual. That's the most touched thing in the I, whole Apparently, <laughs> all it takes is just to rub it right over the yeah, head. Caress no, it. She, like, purrs up against it. What if, you, what if you have a deep throat it to get it to the back cave? And that's what Bruce Wayne does every <laughs> time. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, Alfred. I'm going to the back cave. <laughs> <laughs> then Alfred has to do so it So we can himself. install a different mechanism to open the door. No, no I one like will ever it this figure way. this out, Alfred. Yeah, you gotta be limber going into battle. <laughs> Has to teach Dick Grayson. You never know who you're gonna have to, to suck off my in jaw. <laughs> no many, not many people can do that. <laughs> okay, so oh, yeah, Lord. all it takes is for her to stroke this bronze head. There's no. It's not like the Shakespeare thing. There's no in, unhinging in the, the jaw. Where yeah, there's no no. There's <laughs> like no thing serpent. in the '66 show. She just lift. You just lift the head and then you press the button. Yeah. And here you just. Yeah. Put your hand over it. Suddenly so it Bruce <laughs> just strokes <laughs> himself. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You could have been a Is beautiful boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But then your parents were murdered. You were ruined that You one could have been. <laughs> what? <laughs> not the time when my parents died. Some other time. Okay, so uh. she goes down, sees the Batcave, then Bruce Wayne finally catches up with her in the Batcave and says, quote, Selena, you naughty girl. You should be sleeping instead of snooping in forbidding places. <laughs> she says, I'm sorry, Bruce. You naughty girl. That's what he says in yes. right off the bat. I should have tied you up when I had the chance. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Selena says, but I inadvertently discovered your secret. You're really Batman. Uh, Batman Bruce inadvertently. Says, yes. Uh, Bruce says, well, now that the cat, or shall I say bat, is let out of the bag. Yes. I suppose. And his dick is out. I love it. You have finally unmasked me. I want you to cut to a shot of That's his dick. That's a great suggestion, This is Harvey. honestly... This one's for the ladies. We want to see a big bat dick. You should honestly Harvey, use this for the next Batman porn. Yeah, why not? <laughs> because And then they say, written totally. by Bob Kane. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yes. It's, it's blessed by the supposed creator, so they might as well use it. Can it be called the second coming of Batman? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my God. It's about as creative as the other titles are. Mind you, it's called re The Return of Batman. It's not clear what he returned from <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah, right? You can say I the same wondering. thing about Batman Returns. That's true. But still. Well, I hope That's there's true. an expository monologue to let us know. I That at least would have explained it. <laughs> I am Batman, and I have returned. I have returned. I was in vacation in Bali for <laughs> they should have last Harvey week. Yeah. Actually, he's the narrator the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. He just closes a big yeah. book of law. Yeah. <laughs> it's bigger than this book here. Yes. Uh, oh, man. Uh, Bruce says, Selena, my darling, as he's lighting his pipe. Selena, my darling. <laughs> it could not get any He's more. like Christopher Walken. <laughs> and fucking the any more fucking like 40 easy. <laughs> he cuts a big cigar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now that it. you've discovered my true identity, I can only hope that you can oh, keep it shit. a secret. She says, you have my word, Batman, uh, Bruce. And he says, I hope so, Selena, because my life as a crime fighter depends on it. 
And if any of my arch enemies find out who I really am, like the Joker, the Penguin, or Catwoman, then my career as a crusader for justice is over. And I'll have to bang them into justice as well. <laughs> I understand, Bruce, you have my word of honor that my lips are sealed, she says, which is probably the only decent sealed line of dialogue. Sealed what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Bruce is like, but you have to prove to me you can keep the secret. No, he doesn't. Oh <laughs> he doesn't say that. This is steamy. Uh, tell oh, me, Selena, shoot. now that you know my secret identity is Bruce, as Batman, can I ask you a question? Um, I strongly suspect <laughs> you were a Catwoman. So yeah, that, he might as well. Now say this that is point. like Jade. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Jade. Oh he yeah, takes, call back. Yeah, it's shiny <laughs> gold medallion into his hands and says, "Have you seen this unusual medallion that Alfred brought to me from his trip to Egypt?" Um, it's been up my. It's butt supposed to have mystical them, like walking in that movie <laughs> with the watch. You know what I'm talking about. I put this watch. Up my ass. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Ben's walking impression. Love it. Your walking should talk to his Herzog eventually. Yeah. Very observant. Okay, so it's supposed to have... <laughs> Selena. It's supposed to have mystical powers. Um, I'm just going to keep going. Bruce keeps whirling. The, he oh, basically man. uses this medallion. And it's like, look at the medallion, Selena. And hypnotizes Selena into forgetting that he's Batman. What? Yes. What? Batman apparently can hypnotize people, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> according to Batman creator Bob Kane. <laughs> and now you want to quack in Egypt, <laughs> man. Come on. And now you want to quack like a chicken. She's not going to be bothering anybody <laughs> any even longer. That, even that is like it's it's like it hints to some perviness, don't you think? <laughs> the whole a thing. little bit. It's just well, a sign like of a generation, <laughs> maybe. He's listening it's to Frank whole... Sinatra the whole fucking time. <laughs> I wheels into my way while riding this. He's shit. sucking <laughs> on a pipe. He's sucking on a pipe while talking to her about like you have to keep my secret. You have to I you know blackmail that really thing. like Dangling sensually. something in her yeah, face. face. Oh, yes. Yeah. This Smacks is her with it at one point. Yeah. Freudian as hell it's right It's like here. Sean Connery as Bruce or something over here. Yeah, Just yeah, give yeah, her yeah. a little <laughs> count to three. Snap my fingers. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, he <sighs> says, when I count to three and snap my fingers, you will awaken and remember absolutely nothing of your discovery of the Batcave or that I am really Batman. Your mind will become a complete blank of that entire episode. You will only remember that you left your bedroom and found yourself in the library where you retrieved a book. And then he counts down. And then, of course, she forgets that uh, he's Batman and problem solve and ends of scene. So that would this be kind of cool. Everything just happened. It's about to <laughs> on top of everything else. Exactly. I could buy Bruce Wayne as a hypnotist. That could be kind of cool. He probably could have learned it. Uh, oh, for like, sure, dude. Like Le- that's part of the League of Assassins. It's uh, like some Jedi uh, mind uh, trick uh, curriculum. Yeah. Or yeah. as a Tara. Yeah. Yeah, as a Tara. Yeah, it could be in there. It's just the way it's used here, it yeah. sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah because yeah. It, as you said, it totally. negates exactly what just happened the progression of the story. <laughs> the progression <laughs> of the story. <laughs> the progression of what little <laughs> story we have here. You seem to not be able to <laughs> weave a tale, Mr. Kane. <laughs> Mr. Kane, because you're not That's a very fucking, suspect. Your writer, the writer that you, whose work you claimed, by has writer, been dead for years. I mean, I know how to use a typewriter. <laughs> and by I know how to use a typewriter, I mean I own a typewriter. Yeah. And by own a typewriter, I mean I seen one once. I just pay them <laughs> dames to write me stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Dick Grayson returns home from summer vacation. What the mind you, going on? <laughs> mind you, a few scenes ago, we were at a Halloween party, so apparently a summer vacation was through October. Nice. Oh, my yeah. God. So he doesn't even know this concept of time <laughs> out of everything else. Time works differently in Thailand. In Kane world. In Kane world, yeah. In Thailand. Uh, Bat signal summons Batman police headquarters where he's confronted by Commissioner Gordon. Yes, lo and behold, Commissioner Gordon is in like one scene in this. Uh, and Commissioner like Gordon lets him know 
Catwoman has a message about a secret rendezvous uh, at the Batmobile. My warehouse Commissioner district. Gordon has one of those funny Civil War mustaches. <laughs> right. He's just like completely fucking with it. And he's, he's always kind of rumping his way through each scene. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine him as like a William Taft type. Remember President Taft? He was funny. <laughs> He had a monocle too. I like that. So, it reminds me of my grandfather, a real son of a bitch, you know. <laughs> Catwoman. And he's racist. I like him being racist. <laughs> <laughs> I won't come my, my Commissioner Gordon's <laughs> racist Gordon's now. Racist. I made Batman. And Commissioner <laughs> Gordon racist now. <laughs> uh, okay, so they go to the warehouse district and Catwoman randomly has decided to double cross the Joker and tell him, you know, tell them where uh, they're holding this Russian athlete hostage in the Statue of Liberty. Uh, apparently, because uh, the, the Statue of Liberty has been under restoration, <laughs> nobody has been around that area, and it's the perfect hiding spot for uh, you know Ivan Stanovich. So they decide to go up the statue, um, and so now it's the three of them. They start to uh, they go up, and of course they confront the Joker, uh, fights with the Joker, blah blah blah. Jesus Christ, let's get to the end of this. Um, <laughs> I've never seen you, like, really want to finish a script. Like, this is so painful for you. Um, You're usually like, let me tell you every detail, Andrew. Bob Kane's cocaine nightmare. Because it's usually good enough for me to share it and be like, I want to impart all this good shit to the world of Darren Aronofsky's Batman script or Sam Hamm's Batman 2 script or all the scenes that didn't make it. But now I'm just like... I was better it's off not knowing that this existed. <laughs> it's a mockery. It's just like, remember, in a Billy Madison, we're all dumber, <laughs> dumber now having dumber had listened to this. <laughs> yeah. This is I what am. would happen if the guys who did Scary Movie made a Batman movie. Oh, the Wayans? I, am, I feel less no, no, no. of a Batman yeah, Wayans, fan yeah. after yeah, yeah. reading this. Yes. We are all dumber now we having... We are now dumber Batman fans after reading this. Um, so, oh, Batman man. and Joker fight on the top of Statue of Liberty, which is kind of a cool idea, so I'll give them that. Uh, and then Joker... Uh, he slips backwards over the torch's rim and now finds himself in Batman's previous predicament, hanging dangerously outside the rim by his fingertips. Um, and so Joker keeps, you know, being like, save me, Batman, save me. And Batman's like, I'll save you on one condition, Joker. And Joker's like, anything, Batman, anything. So Joker is basically just screaming for his life at this point. He drops trowel at this point. <laughs> really, yeah. And Batman's like, you gotta give me a blowjob. No. <laughs> he says, tell me where you've hidden Ivan Stanovich this instant or I'll let you fall. And Joker just immediately tells him. He's like, yeah, he's in the basement of the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> As if Batman couldn't have already figured that out at this point. Um, All the henchmen will be filthy hippies. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I hate hippies. I can uh, see Bob Kane hating hippies. Yes, yeah, seriously. Yeah, yeah. So Joker's fingertips, fingertips start to slip off, and uh, he screams hysterically, but then Batman, you know, shocker again, reaches down over the edge and catches him in midair, and um, Joker finds out that Catwoman double-crossed him. And, Joker, and Catwoman says, well, well, Joker, all I can say is that it takes one to know one, and you are merely getting your just desserts. Uh, Keep that, that line in. from earlier. Yeah, Keep that line. <laughs> That's gold. <laughs> so Joker gets uh, arrested, as we all you know knew was going to happen, and uh, the athlete goes back to going to the Olympics, and Joker Question goes to Gotham Jail. about that history in general right yeah. now. Did Batman carry handcuffs earlier on? Yeah, at one point, I think he, he did, did yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Handcuffs. I yeah. could see that. Yeah. Um, they actually did make them for Batman Forever. Oh, really? Uh, but yeah. I don't think they used them in the oh, really? movie. Yeah. I think I like I've seen them somewhere. It's too cop-like now, right? But, <laughs> but, like, but even before, like, all the Blue Lives Matter, all that mm-hmm. kind of crap, it's, it's the, now I think it's, they just, you just wrap them up, right, in a rope or whatever. Yeah. It's more of a rope. Batman image. And the, the yeah. Batman Forever bat cuffs are basically 
handcuffs but with like little wings right. <laughs> on the <Yeah>. side so <laughs> love it love it's it extremely vain yes um catwoman is now heralded who i am to put bad things on everything <laughs> it's a very bob kane thing to do yeah actually catwoman is heralded as a heroine instead of a villainess becomes an international celebrity batman and robin are congratulated by the police commissioner for capturing their arch enemy <laughs> We go to the Gotham Stadium, and Ivan Stanovich is doing stuff, and um, and they're winners. They're not losers. They're winners. <laughs> they're not losers. They're winners. <laughs> now, since uh, Ivan Stanovich is Russian, we can't have him win the gold. So uh, Dick says, "Well, Bruce, <laughs> well, we Ivan, trip him. Ivan Stanovich conducted himself admirably. He won three gold medals. I mean, three silver medals in track, swimming, broad jump, and one gold for pole vaulting." Bruce says, yes, Dick, but not quite good enough because Jim Darrow of the U.S. team, Go USA, won, he doesn't say Go USA, oh uh, won God. three gold medals and one silver for the same events. <laughs> Why do we give a shit? Uh, Alfred says, I'm Master Bruce. Didn't say how much he hated Koreans in this <laughs> Yeah, <treatment>. yeah. <laughs> Those slanty-eyed fucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh there's no way yes. Bob Kane was not racist as fuck. Uh, when we watched the 1943 Batman serial... Written during the World War Two, yeah. with J. Carroll Nash pretending to be Japanese. Okay, yeah. With his makeup like this, then you'll see just the yeah, <laughs> yeah. extent of the racism. Um, that was a thing Batman, for a long deep time. Dive. Yes, making making makeup <laughs> like that. Yeah. Uh, Alfred says, "Master Bruce, I'll bet my next year's salary that the Russians will blame the strain of the kidnapping and layoff from training on his failure to be the best athlete in this year's Olympic event." Well, Alfred, I can't say I would blame them. Suppose our tap athlete ran into the same extenuating circumstances if the Olympics were held in Russia. So this is like the same fucking Adam West, 1966, at the end being like, you know, we must all learn tolerance, Alfred, or Bruce Dick, or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah. We are stewards of the law. Even though Bob always Kane, come in second. Bob Kane says two million <laughs> times in the beginning, do not make this like the 66 show. And what he proceeds to write is worse than the worst episode of the 1966 <laughs> the show. sleazy porn version of the 60s. <laughs> So Selena says, if it weren't for Batman and Robin's heroics and capturing the Joker, then there would not have been any Olympics this year. I don't. I question the logic in that, but okay. Um, <laughs> Produced by Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bruce says, that's right, Selena. And if it weren't for the courage of Catwoman turning informant for Batman, the end result would not have turned out favorably for everyone concerned. She really does deserve the real credit. Maybe Catwoman will now mend her wicked ways from a life of crime and join forces with Batman and the police departments of Gotham City. <laughs> she did Dick pretty good for a girl. Those women are not to be trusted. <laughs> uh, Selena says, well, Batman. Uh, Bob Kane doesn't address the fact that Selena just calls Bruce Wayne Batman right here, even though she he had previously had her him hypnotize her into forgetting oh, his right. identity. This is a ridiculous plot hole. <laughs> this is the worst thing I've ever heard. She catnipped her way out of it. Well, Batman, I suppose that depends entirely on the conscience and whim of what I imagine to be an extremely complicated and erratic woman. And so, of course, Bob and Kane. very sensual. Yeah, so Bob Kane, of course. Ends and this, nice heels. That is, is <laughs> the final line. Yeah, that's the final line of this piece of shit. God help me. Uh, and uh, it's answers in. She says with a fixed Mona Lisa smile as she stares directly back into Bruce's eyes as the camera pulls back to a great height, diminishing the figures in the Wayne living room fade out. The end. God help me. <laughs> oh, my God. Aren't you glad you spent all that money on this, man? Wow. I'm glad I have the book. The book has that was cool the book is cool. The yeah. book is so, cool. So the book, everybody, I feel dirty. check it out. The um, script was part of this yes. book. Compendium. Uh, luckily, the rest of this is written by people who can actually write uh, and goes into the history of it. There's some cool tidbits that even I didn't even know. I was just came across a part that says that uh, the original... Uh, villain they were thinking for the Dark Knight Rises was actually Killer Croc, so that's a really cool tidbit that that's I don't think cool. anybody knew. 
Um, so there's that fight is, underground too that very well could have been Killer Croc in da- Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, because the sewers and everything. Yeah, it's a sewer. Totally, the, yeah, totally could have been. The hmm. idea was to have somebody who could be a physical threat. Yeah, yeah, him. yeah. So I think that worked um, yeah. on that. But uh, thoughts on uh, <laughs> Return? <of> <laughs> I would definitely like to see like a really low budget stage production of this version. <laughs> you, love it, you love it. You love it. It would be so you great. It. <laughs> it is very sleazy. With some Batman musical shit just thrown in <laughs> yeah. to make it spice it's it really up. Really bad. <laughs> it's really awkward. It was interesting to say the least. I, I'm fascinated by like the type of person that Bob Kane is. I haven't watched. You should watch it. Batman yeah. and Bill actually yet. So I'll watch. That oh, you have back. to, man. It's yeah. it's a really really good documentary. Okay, I'll watch that tonight. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> You just see how much how much this unknown guy contributed to it. Yeah. So like that, yeah. and it, it's pretty much you feel it by the end uh, that the triumph of him finally getting the credit, even though it says co-created. Yeah. Uh, the credit uh, in Batman versus Superman, it, it feels like that's the best part of that movie. Yeah. Really, it's, totally. it is seeing that. Best yeah. scene it is overall it is best sure. directed so, scene. It's the kind of research we're going on a Batman and Bill tangent at the moment. I think. Yeah. But that's fine. The, the kind of research that was done to prove the case for Bill Finger mm-hmm. once and for all. You have to prove to Warner Brothers lawyers without a doubt mm-hmm. that this guy had a lot to do with the creation, the main mm-hmm. thrust behind it. Dude, he is he like camps out in front of a Mark like Tyler a, Nobleman? Yeah, Mark yeah. Tyler, he's Mark Tyler Nobleman is yeah. is like outside in his car or something in front of uh, the apartment that Bill Finger lived in for a few years. Mm-hmm. He goes and talks to the like I, I think mostly old people that live in that yeah. building, and some of them knew him or something, and like it's just like the links that he went to, and he finds Athena Finger off her MySpace page or something. Wow. Yeah, and, and he, it, did, he did the Batman detective work on that. And he finds that oh, her dog was named what? It was like a Batman name, and it's just like he finds oh, that yeah. definitely is related. Athena Finger, this is the Bill Finger. And it, dude, the research is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good stuff. I uh, Somebody had criticized Batman and Bill being just like, why is there so much about this Mark Tyler Nobleman guy? And they're just like, the filmmaker put himself in this. I'm just like, Mark Tyler Nobleman wasn't the filmmaker on this. He's in it because Bill Finger's dead. You have to have somebody. Right. The idea of somebody trying to track down the you know descendants of Bill Finger is a cool yeah. story. That's yeah. the crux of the documentary. So, of course, it's going to be about him. Like, what the fuck right. do you want? Right, right, right. This? So... I didn't like. He put the work in, man. Yeah, he, he, he deserves in. being in that movie. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, oh, but yeah. it's it, it's sad to see you know a character who you know we all love who's about justice and everything. But for a while, there was a lot of injustice in uh, who was taking credit for it and who it's, was making money off of it. It just seems like Bob Kane did think of this character that was called Batman with a terrible design. Yeah. But he did have the initial idea of a guy in a bat suit of some kind. Right. This thing. But the thing is, you got, like, the suit was terrible. But, <laughs> yeah. You know, Bill Finger, you know, creates a suit that we know, the bat cave, the Batmobile. He, he does Gotham. The he, origin. He creates the origin. origin. He creates fucking every single thing after that. So it's it's, you know... Maybe he needed that original spark from Bob Kane. Don't you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. But Bob Kane didn't create any of the shit after that. It, it's pretty much the equivalent of a TV exec might be like, oh, like I really want to make a TV show about uh, crystal meth in New Mexico. Right. And then Vince Gilligan's just like, here's Breaking Bad. 
Yeah, but right. But Steve Gilligan doesn't get the credit for it. Right, Instead, right, right. the exec gets the credit for it. Even right. though that's all he did was just the premise and not even that. Exactly. That's exactly what yeah. it is. Yeah. That's yeah, that's how it seems to me. What you showing? Obviously we weren't the there. Original. I can oh, cut, yeah, yeah, I can yeah. cut to that picture. Okay, okay cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the original design of it was obviously it's a joke in comparison to <laughs> yeah, what it is. Yeah, it yeah, like why would you call him Batman if he doesn't actually have you know the bat ears or anything? He's just there's the wings. Yeah, but like my stage production would have that costume. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're doing this. Yes. All right, Superhouse presents downtown LA, the worst Batman ever. (laughs) The return of Batman. If you thought because Batman and Robin, it at least has the Alfred scenes. It at least has like a yeah a Bruce arc with the whole trusting people. It at least has some fun to it. Like the humor is deliberate and it's funny. Like everyone's like it's the worst. It's the sacrilege to Batman. This piece of shit is the sacrilege to right, Batman. Right, right, I'm glad right. they didn't make this, and I'm glad none of this is in the movie. Yeah, we this should burn it. Was <laughs> hilarious, honestly. <laughs> and just thinking about Bob <laughs> Kane more and more, and just smoking uh, his pipe. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> writing this <laughs> while fantasizing about Catwoman, like the worst human being, more than likely. Yeah. I mean, oh god. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think this is yeah. It's one of the worst scripts I've ever it's, ever is, listened but, to. Ever yeah, I like read at the end. Unquote. It's like he wraps it up in a nice, neat little package, and everybody Joker's carted off to yeah. jail. Yeah. and it's like <laughs> yeah, he gets like patriotic at the end. There's yeah. no way he wouldn't have voted that for Trump. Shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally Trump's Batman. Yeah, yeah. Wow. There is uh, no semblance of any character development other than maybe Catwoman, and even then, yeah. it's arguable because her motivation to turn good is just not there at all. <laughs> There's like she just randomly decides. Oh, you know what? I'm going to double cross the Joker. Even there, yeah, with the, the, nothing to do with the fact that she found the Batcave because she forgets that. There's a reason Warner Brothers buried this for a while. Like, oh yeah, this, this is this is terrible. Basically, they probably I can, just uh, humored him. Yeah, they're just know. like they, they thank cu- you, Bob. They but. coupled this thing still when they finally did release it with a humongous ass compendium. Yeah, so you fucking like. You know, it's not a total loss. It's, it's a bonus yeah. to the book. It's oh, not. And by the way, there's this yeah, piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, It's a balancing act here. Yeah. So, I mean, I would have preferred if they had, because there's a bunch of other, you know, scripts or other treatments that haven't been released. I would have loved it if they included those instead, but instead we got this. So, what can you do? Uh, but the book itself is pretty cool. Fart. And uh, I haven't read through all of it, but uh, I'm sure there's going to be some good nuggets that we can continue sharing nuggets. throughout the podcast. Yeah, so, for sure. Uh, that's what it was, but it was at least reading through it just so that we could do this. Uh, it was so. fun. Fun with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, I think that just about uh, wraps it up. What about uh, Indeeds? For this? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah. Are we I good give the first it, uh, time we're going into the negatives? I give it an ir- ironic 10. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I can go with that. I'll give it a five. <laughs> really? Solid five, yeah. God, that's higher. Just, that's higher than what it's you, just no, no, no. Like you gave Joker a six. Ego maniacal enough to be engaging for a half minute. I hate to know what you give less than a five. Then. Oh man, you've given something a four or something in the past, really? but I can't remember. I don't know. It seemed like you were going to give Joker a four, but you gave it a six. No, nah, because it's the Joker's not a bad movie. It's just yeah. not what I would prefer. For oh, okay. Yeah, this is like negative mystery eight. science. The, yeah, totally. Yeah, off. this is like <laughs> that's too, high. too high. Negative two thousand. Like okay. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, like, give bad. me back my time. D- yeah, spent reading this. <laughs> reading this poisoned by like, this man's 
Throughout words. when I was reading this, I was just like, well, at least I at least I got the juice of the podcast. Can you imagine if I just bought it for my own, you know, <laughs> pleasure and completion, and then just read this in the corner and had you no way to talk to you about this? Cry yourself to sleep. And hopefully, like, why did the, I do this? And hopefully, for the listener and the viewer, that's like it's an it's kind of like a, an eye opening view of what Bob, Bob Kane yeah. really was really yeah, like. Yeah, you know, in contrast yeah, yeah. to Bill Finger. Because like, if even, anything, that's why it was worth. That's true. That's <laughs> yeah. true. That's the, that's the <laughs> no. silver lining on this. Yeah. Even if Stay he got away. a ghostwriter to write this, he still approved of this to yeah. put his name on it. <laughs> He's still like, yes, this is good enough for me to say, yes, I, the creator of Batman, will submit this as my contribution to society. And you know, I think that this is exactly what they should do with this yeah. 1989. So here's my movie. suggestion, Tim. Uh, go ahead and make that. <laughs> and Tim's like, you know what? Uh, thank you for your suggestion. We're just going to slide uh, that put into this the files. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, Shitty uh, Not look at it ever again until these guys decide to randomly insert it into their book. So thanks. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. <laughs> Bob Kane. Yep. So uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, I am Ben Juan Reiner on Instagram, and I'm also curate the Superhouse podcast Instagram that's Superhouse Pod. I have no idea what the hell I'm going to put on Instagram when it comes to promoting this shit, but uh, I'm sure I'll find something. <laughs> just, just put the uh, poop emoji. Buyer beware. <laughs> Every day with the poop emoji. With little bat wings. Yes. <laughs> bat poop. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm Andrew, uh, of course. Uh, <laughs> fucking um, Thunderwolf Drew on Instagram and Twitter. And please join the Shasta Army on Patreon.com slash Superhouse Podcast. It's only a dollar. And what else we got? Uh, Shout out to Cookie Noms for uh, her Instagram promotion of us. And uh, hopefully you'll get a big kick out of this episode in listening (laughs) to it. And also, what up, Alicia? Yo, what up, Alicia? He pointed at me. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, (laughs) This Wolfie, currently on social media, you can find me creeping around the Superhouse Podcast page on Facebook. Right. As well as Wolfie Cruz on other social media. I was on Twitter for like a week and I got rid of it. I don't know how you can do it. It's a jungle, man. The slaughterhouse on Twitter. Twitter's insane, but it can be fun. So uh, that's where you can find me. And as always, time to poop. (laughs) Signing off.